Success in the New Retirement with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. And this is the Success in the New Retirement podcast with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. My name is Mark Owens, and it's all powered by Acute Wealth Advisors. All the information, you can find it at successinthenewretirement.com. So starting in the new year, the IRS is going to allow us to contribute a little more to our 401ks and some other retirement accounts as needed. So, Damon, Matt, how do you help people decide whether they should put more of their savings into a traditional account or would it be better go into a Roth? You know, um, a lot of our clients that come in that are still working, they're in the later years of, of their career, right? They're 50 and older. Um, that's, that's who we focus on. And so they, they should be, and most of them are in their, their highest peak earning years. And so sometimes the, the question is, is, you know, we make our incomes too high. So how do we put in to that, that Roth account? Because if you, if your income is too high, um, you can't put in there. Um, and so fortunately in the last few years, um, you know, 401ks do adjust and they have added some, some really nice features to it. And most 401ks now have a Roth option and that Roth option has no income limits. So you can, no matter what your income is, if you're putting, if you're maxing out your 401k, which a lot of people are at that stage of their life, you can divert a, a portion, a percentage of that over to Roth. Now, when you do that, that you are going to pay the tax on it right now. So if you're used to diverting $25,000 of your income to your 401k and reducing your income by that much, yes, it will raise your taxable income right now. And so the question has to become, why would you do that? Right. And, and so Matt and I are talking a lot with people, especially this time of year about their income and about the history of taxes. And, and before you fall asleep, you know, the, the good news is here is, is if you could save potentially five, six, seven, maybe even 10% in tax, would that be of interest? And, and everyone says, yeah, yeah, I would. And sometimes that's forward looking and saying, man, right now the taxes are lower than they've been in 50, 60 years. And if I could pay tax on money, I'm going to pay tax on sometime at say 12%. And but the, the the likelihood of me paying on that same money later at 22 percent or 25 percent is really high, then that's maybe a bet I want to take. And so we we're educating people about the tax history and where we currently sit and what are the opportunities for you to create some tax diversification within your portfolio as well by potentially looking at making contributions directly to a traditional Roth or to your 401k Roth with money you're already putting aside for retirement and, and being able to understand the implications of that and what opportunities it's going to create down the road for you. Right. So for example, if, if in retirement, you've got an AC unit goes out and it's above and beyond your normal expenses. And so you've got a $8,000, $10,000 bill you've got to pay in order to replace that AC. And, and you look at your buckets of money and all you have is your 401k to draw from. And if taxes are what they used to be, higher and you're going to pay that at 25% in order to get that 10 grand out. Well, if you've prepared and you've done some Roth conversions or you've put money in that Roth IRA, you now have another bucket of money you could look at that says, oh gosh, if I take it out of here, I've got no tax implication to that. And I know it's money I've paid a significantly lower amount of tax on. You're going to feel a lot better about that. And that makes, makes it so your money lasts longer through retirement and allows you to, to continue to stay in those lower tax brackets. Over the next 25 years, baby boomers are expected to leave an estimated 68 
trillion dollars to their children and their grandchildren. But unfortunately, a lot of that will be lost to unnecessary taxes, legal squabbles, frivolous spending. I'm sure you've seen all of this. So, Damon, Matt, how do we make sure that the money we work so hard to save goes exactly to where we want it to go? Well, I don't know if you can make it go exactly where you want it to go, right? (laughs) Right. That frivolous spending, I don't know how you're going to control that once you're gone. But we can definitely make sure that you're paying less in tax. So I think one of the big concerns right now is the talks of estate planning. That's one of the questions that we're getting a lot in our office from some of our very wealthy clients and some of our you know clients that didn't think or didn't consider themselves super wealthy, but now potentially would be impacted by some of the potential changes to estate planning that all of a sudden this money you've worked so hard for that potentially that could be taxed at a pretty high level when you die and as you pass it on to your next you know beneficiaries mm-hmm. the other thing is is that they've changed the rules on your ira account so now when you're transferring wealth in an ira account onto the next generation they have only 10 years to to distribute that money out and spend it and pay the tax on it instead of being able to spread it out over their lifetime so those will all cause tax problems for the next generation, meaning that they'll potentially be paying at higher tax rates, the government will take more of it. And so you really need to do some planning. And so what do you do? Well, again, we've talked about it earlier in the show, we've talked about this probably every single week on our show, is that one of the things that we're working heavily with our clients on right now is moving money from an IRA to a Roth IRA. And bottom line is, is we're firm believers that our current tax rates are only going to go higher. And that means that you need to do what you possibly can in a strategic way to take money that you have tax deferred in these IRAs and these 401ks and gradually move that over into these Roth accounts because it provides two major benefits. Number one, you're going to have a bucket of money that you can pull out in the future that's not going to have any taxes on it. You're not going to pay tax on that growth. It's going to be tax-free money that you can take out and spend no matter what the tax brackets are on. This is a bucket of money you can take from. Number two, when you pass on wealth to your beneficiaries, that's a bucket of money that they're going to receive and Uncle Sam is not going to take any of it for income tax. Now, you might need to do some planning to handle the estate tax on that that part of the portfolio, but that money will have grown, it will have built up, and all of that growth and all of that entire account will pass on to them Mm tax-free. And so we preach tax diversification. So we all know inside of investments, Oh, I've heard that I'm supposed to diversify. And so we all go out and we look at our portfolios and we look at our 401ks and we pick three or four or five or six or 10 or 20 different funds because we're trying to diversify because you know that the smart people, that's what they're doing. They're trying to do that. Well, we need to be doing that in our tax strategies as well. We need to have tax diversification. We need to have tax-free money. We need to have tax-deferred money. We need to have money that you're paying capital gains on because all of those tax rates are different. All of those have potential of one of them being lower at certain times in history that you're going to be the best bucket to be able to supply you know, a vacation or a car repair or a new purchase or whatever it might be in retirement. And how awesome would it be to be able to be able to choose from one of three buckets right. to accomplish that and be tax efficient with it. And those type of strategies should lead to five to 10% in savings in what you're paying Uncle Sam. And if I can talk to my clients and say, look, we can get your growth of five, 10%. We can work, you know, try to get a portfolio that's designed, lower your risk, make sure it's, you know, got consistent growth. 
But what about also saving over here where we make your money go five and 10% longer by doing some strategic strategies related to taxes? Mm -hmm. That is huge because that is where you're going to say, okay, I got good returns on my money, but then I also was able to make it so that I didn't give Uncle Sam an extra 10%. Well, where, how much further does that make your money last? How much, what other vacations could that provide? What other things could you do to spoil the grandkids or, or buy a second home or whatever you might be wanting to do with that money? It opens up a world of possibilities for you because you've been strategic about how you've approached that. You know, Matt, we've been talking a lot this weekend about putting that plan together and putting that strategy together, but not all portfolios look the same. And I know that some people are almost intimidated or embarrassed to make the call to Acute Wealth Advisors because of their portfolio. Maybe it's a mess. Maybe it's those debt accounts. Maybe they have too much in one account, not enough in the other. Can you give me an example of some extreme cases that you've seen and how you've helped them out? Well, so I guess what I would tell people is there's no mess that can't be cleaned up. And if it is messy, it really needs to, you know, have someone pay attention to it and help you get things in order. And the probably the best example I have of something like that is I had a gal that came in, you know, she was single, she was 62 years old. And she's like, Matt, I don't know if I'm ever going to retire. I feel like I'm going to have to work as a nurse till I'm 70. And I said, well, let's look at your stuff. Maybe hopefully we can find a way that you can, you know, accomplish your goals a lot sooner than that. And so she started going through all of her stuff and she had, you know, small accounts everywhere. She had a 401k at her current employer. She had an old IRA. But as she was talking to me, she kept talking to me about how that she used to work for this big company. And again, if I, if I told the name, then everybody would know who it is, but it was a big company. And she kept talking about how she had worked there for 20 years and she was really upset because she had nothing to show for it. She only had a little 401k and and all this kind of stuff. And she's like, but then she kept saying, but all of my coworkers, they're now retired and they say how great it is. And, that, and I just kept kind of going, do you have a pension or some sort of an account that you haven't told me about? And she's like, no, I don't, I don't think so. And stuff like that. And I get these letters every once in a while from fidelity and things, but I don't know what that's about. And so <laughs> I'm starting like my spidey, you know, ears are perking up and I'm kind of like, there's gotta be something here because she worked for this big company that I know I've had a couple of their clients that provided a pension or they were putting money away into these accounts. And she hasn't talked about this. She talks about this Fidelity. And so I said, you know what? Let's do me a favor. Let's just, let's take a moment. Let's call Fidelity because I have a hunch that perhaps there's, there's might be some additional funds that you have saved up for retirement that you may not even be aware about right now. And so we called the 1-800 number for Fidelity. We get them on the line and you know, she gives her information. They ask for her name and her social security number. And they're like, oh, yeah, here we go. Uh, so, yeah, you have 232000 in your account. And she about fell out of the chair because <laughs> she had no <laughs> idea that she had a $230,000 account that she had built up through this 20 years of working through this profit sharing, you know, type plan that this company had set up. And so... She had received these notifications, these letters, but had never received a statement or knew exactly what there was there. And she just thought it was all part of the other stuff because everything else, she'd get these statements, she'd just kind of file it away. She wasn't paying much attention. And so here's a lady that thought she was way behind, that she would never be able to retire. And because she came in and we sat down and we started putting things together, you know, we found an account worth $232,000. And she just recently came back in the office and, you know, she's now thinking, hey, I'm going to be retired by the time I'm 66. This is my plan. I've already put in my notification to them that by next June, I'm going to be going. 
And now that's an extreme case. I, there's not too many times that people walk into the office and we're like, oh, voila, here's $200,000. We just <laughs> you know, found it. But that's a perfect example of someone that maybe didn't have all of their stuff in order, that things were disorganized, and we found some opportunities. And so while I can't guarantee that we can find 200000 in some you know, lost and forgotten account, in most cases when someone comes in and they haven't kind of put their plan together, Damon and I can find opportunities to make their money work better, to improve the returns, to do something. And so in a case, it's finding additional money because you're actually now putting your money to work. You've got an actual financial plan. You have some strategies and you're making sure that every dollar is doing its job, getting you closer to retirement. And so in that case, again, the sooner the better, right? We, we can make every excuse in the book. Right now it's the holidays. Yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll do it after the holidays. Okay. Well, then January comes along and we set New Year's resolutions. We decide we're going to go to the gym. We're doing this. Okay, well, I'll get the, I mean, we can always find something that will cause us to procrastinate, put something out, not focus on it. And the bottom line is every month, every day you let go by, it's more time, more wasted time that you could have been using to get you in a better position to be able to retire sooner, be in a better financial position, be able to do more. And so it needs to become a priority. And so if it's not today, when is it going to be? Yeah. And if it and if it's a month from now, if it's two months from now, then put it on the calendar and make the phone call and schedule the appointment. Because it's critical that you focus on this because you can't just keep pushing it off because you're missing out on valuable time, valuable opportunity to make sure that your money's working for you. And it could make the biggest difference. It could be the difference of when you can retire and when you, you know, would have to work another extra year. And you know, how many of us wouldn't love to get an extra year back to be able to do something and be able to travel more or do what we want to be doing as opposed to having to go to work every day? I mean, I think anybody was, would, would say sure. that's worth the time and energy. Whatever I have to do, I'm willing to do that. Imagine how much work you would put in. 40 hours a week times 52 time, times those hours out. If you can figure out a strategy and save all those hours, is it worth two or three hours putting together your documents and walking into an appointment and starting that process? I think it is. 2080, 2080, 40 Look times 52. Look at you. Wow. <laughs> well, you, did you have a calculator out or did you just do that? No, not at all. No, I didn't have my phone. Mark's a right genius. No, I'm going to check, check your math. 100%. And Damon, is now as we approach the end of the year, you know, I know we get busy with the holidays and everything, but why is now an important time to get that portfolio review? Well, some of the uh, the tax strategies in, in particular have a deadline of December 31st, right? If you want to do some Roth conversions, that has to be done in the calendar year, unlike a Roth contribution or an IRA contribution, which you can make all the way up till tax time uh, in April next year. These have to be done in the year that you want to start on. And, you know, we are really honestly sitting at a time where there's a high potential that a lot of tax things could change in the next year or two based on a new administration and new ideas and, and, and how we're going to deal with the stimulus and, and getting some of those dollars paid back um, on our debt. And so there, there are some things that, that need to happen before the end of the year. And like Matt was saying, you know, your best reason is, is, is stop procrastinating, get in and, and get yourself a plan so that you can work that plan with more time, which is going to give you so many more options and might mean you could retire sooner than you wanted to. Thanks for listening. Want more from Damon and Matt? Check out successinthenewretirement.com. And while you're there, drop us an email with your questions. 
Investment advisory services offered through Acute Investment Advisory, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance and annuities offered through its affiliated company, Acute Wealth Advisors, LLC. Tax and or legal advice is not offered by either company or their affiliated companies. Consult with your tax and legal professionals for guidance on tax or legal matters. The information presented should not be viewed as personalized investment advice. All expressions of opinion are subject to change. We are not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. 